20 uh, beautiful number in 2020 uh, episode with Vanessa Stockard um, really as you'll hear me gushing here and there <laughs> um, uh, just a beautiful artist um, an incredible uh, creator and um, a lot of energy and joy and fun um, that I find from uh, from her works uh, as you'll hear during the interview uh, she posts a lot of her material, a lot of her paintings on um, Instagram. It's a great place to uh, interact and, and to take a look at her work, which I highly suggest uh, that you do. Um, and uh, it was good to hear uh, during an interview that she's got a, a book that will collect um, her paintings and also uh, some poetry uh, that'll accompany it. Uh, so uh, without further ado, uh, all the way from Australia... New South Wales, Vanessa Stockard. All right. This is the Something Rather Than Nothing podcast, and we are with Vanessa Stockard, um, and uh, we are calling her and contacting her in uh, Australia, New South Wales. And what particular town is it, Vanessa? I live in Barrel. Yeah, so it's south of Sydney. Okay, okay. Um, really wanted to just initially welcome you uh, onto the podcast, uh, Vanessa. It's a, it's a, it's a great thrill, and I'm very excited um, that you've agreed to to chat with us. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, so I'm here uh, recording in the great state of Oregon, in the United States, and I understand. Uh, that you have spent some time in Oregon. Uh, do you want to kind of let us know, let the listeners know about your your time in uh, in Oregon? Yeah, I, I loved Oregon, and I lived in Portland probably for about a year and a half. And, um, look, I was on my way out to – I'd had enough of America, basically. I'd been in Santa Barbara and, and um, there were pe- – like people had these mansions with just no books and it was just so boring and I thought okay like I'll visit a friend up there and see if I like it and I just loved it and what 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 drew you in I mean I I'm I'm from the east coast of the U.S. originally and made my way out here I've been in the area for about nine years and it's had a significant impact on my appreciation of the arts and in in doing art and kind of um, expression, just general, like freedom of, of expression. Did you notice any of those type of things? Is that what drew you or was it something else? No, it was all of that. You know, some of my favorite writers, um, are from Oregon and, um, I just love the, you know, your forests up there and, um, people, you know, read and, um, make art and music and all sorts of things. And, yeah, yeah, everything about Portland I really love. Maybe not the weather, a hundred percent, but um, but certainly the social aspect. I, I really love that. Yeah, the weather is um, 
something to be adjusted to, I find. <laughs> <laughs> That's very diplomatic. Huh? We'll start diplomatically. It's, it's something to get used to. Um, <laughs> So, uh, so what were you like? Uh, what were you like? Were you younger? Were you already, you know, were you an artist when you were born or what, what was your personality like? What was your relation, uh, to, to the arts? Well, I definitely always loved drawing. I started playing the piano when I was three, so I was sort of definitely into the arts from, you know, really, really young. Um, how was I as a kid? I was a bit strange, like, yeah, I was a bit odd. I don't think I was quite on the planet, you know. If there was a joke <laughs> going around, I never got line. I never got invited to the parties. Um, even as a teenager, same thing. I don't know, just like socially a little bit um, backward. I would, I would say, <laughs> yeah. So, so is you in? In did you? I mean, I know when I talk to artists and, you know, illustrators, painters and such, um, you know, sometimes if they have those experience and it's an experience I can connect to of, you know, maybe not feeling or quite fitting in. It's something a lot of humans can relate to. Did you mm. find your art was connected to creating an environment that you could understand or a world that you would inhabit? Or did, did you feel you were yeah. doing that? Yeah, absolutely. It was my little saving space um yeah it saved me same same with making music it just I don't know I could block out all the bullying and all of that crap that I had to put up with and um and it, I guess it yeah it gave me a lot of happiness really yeah so was it was it um did you feel you were creating like fantasy worlds was it a lot of fantasy stuff or look it just took, I guess, the pain away. So, and all the sort of bad thoughts. So I could, I don't know. It just gave me some. It felt like space. And um, during my teenage years, which are the hardest years I think of your life, I was in a boarding school for six years. And um, if you live in a school and you're heavily bullied, um, it's re it's a really really hard place to get your head around so definitely the arts um played a really important part in I think developing my whole character really and my serious compulsion to to create whatever it is and did you I mean is do you feel like it's been a kind of like a did you reach a point as far as dealing with what you know would be traumatic experiences um you know related you know, to being bullied and the fact that you're, you know, creative and, you know, just kind of trying to figure out how to fit in. I mean, is that a, has that been a kind of like a, a process of how you use art throughout your, your life or how, how did you deal with that? Cause it's such a, you know, that can be such a troubling and, and deeply, you know, difficult experience. Yeah. Listen, I've, I tried to fit in and I tried every method and anyone who knows me will just think, Oh my god! Like I tried every fashion and every style and everything, and it just none of it worked. So in the end, I think I was in my sort of mid twenties. I just went, you know, screw this, I don't care, and I just kind of went wild. And then, oh look, I've pulled back from from those days as well. And I, I just realised, you know, being yourself and whatever that is is way better than being like everyone else anyway. So you know, um, well. well 
and it's part of the interrupt, but what about the role of humor? I mean, you, I mean, I, I see your online presence on uh, Instagram. You are, I mean, I'm not overstating this. I mean, you're hilarious and, and watching the things that you create and how you create some of the characters, including the, uh, you know, the cat Kevin in your recent uh, paintings, it, it, humor seems really um, important to you. I mean, do you find yourself going into like dark humor or you just want to make people laugh because you're making a lot of people laugh. Is, is that been a, a helpful device or, or adaptation? Yeah. Oh, look, I've been doing that probably ever since, you know, I was a, um, a young kid, I think another defense mechanism. And it's just the way that I look at things first up. I, I kind of see the funny side. I have to, in a way, so that's just one way of sort of battling anxiety and depression. Is I mean, life is funny. It is a lot of the time. Even when it's at its most tragic, it, it often is really funny. So, yeah, I just think that my mind goes there as, you know, as a starting point. I, um, I wanted to, to ask, um, I've heard you talk or looked at your, your work over, over time and, um, I don't know if you think in terms of periods of, 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 you know, stylistically the things that you're doing, but I know you had done, you know, landscapes and, and still lives and you, 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 you're very adventurous in your subjects and, and what you go, um, into, have you, have, can, can you talk a little bit about your evolution, particularly, um, as, as a painter, um, from your perspective? Yeah, absolutely. Um, look, the older I get, the more adventurous I am. And um, obviously you, you paint all day, every day if you can, and you, you learn so many new tricks, I guess I call them tricks, um, and also to take way more risks. So I, I believe I started, you know, in, in the more traditional um, areas, you know, landscape, still life, and most people can relate to that. And that sort of, I guess, translated to early sales, and then I got stuck into that for a while and then um, I actually had a breakdown and I just stopped caring about any sales altogether. And I, I think that's where I really I really started coming out of my shell in the best way. So, like, yeah, silver linings and all that, yeah. And did how did you develop um... – I mean, how did you develop your te technique? I mean, were you, were you trained, you know, were you trained in painting and just kind of like started with more traditional kind of, um, you know, more, like you said, maybe more viable commercially, but um, uh, yeah. traditional uh, type of works? Yeah, listen, my, my mother is a classical painter and my grandmother was a painter as well. So I sort of grew up, you know, still playing with paints and then I, I did go to art school and I did major in painting though, Um I think they failed me first year. I, yeah, anyway, um, I don't think I learned that much at art school. I just, yeah, was kind of a little young. But um, I, I'm mainly self-taught, yeah. What, you know, I heard you mention boarding school. You know, I went, I went to public schools out in Rhode Island, and I remember, you know, a friend of mine, you know, attempting to, choke and stab uh you know the the assistant principal and just weird kind of experiences <laughs> like that yeah. like what what the what the heck is boarding school like right um look if you go to boarding school you want to be popular trust me you want to come from the right family you want to look the part um you probably want to know some of the other families that you you got to come from 
I don't know, like your parents have to have the right business. It's it's really quite complicated. And if you don't, then you're automatically in the DAG group, which is, I don't know, the the daggy, what would you call? The nerd group? Yeah. Oh, okay. What's what's the word? Yeah. DAG? DAG, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, Australian slang for not cool. Yeah, so you start there at 12 you're not cool and then it doesn't get any better <laughs> yeah yeah it's, that's a, it's a hard place yeah it's, it's it's certainly a difficult time um um did you ever ask yourself why you create uh i think it um it calms me i think that's why and it it wouldn't have to be painting or music it would it could have been writing, um, being a chef, but you know, I'm not. I don't believe in it. You know, being creative as being so singular in your choice. It, yeah, it could have been anything. So, but yeah, I, I did hook on to painting after my music uh, career failed. So, yeah. Tell me, tell me, tell me about the music. Um, I love music. I have a lot of guests who are musicians. Uh, yeah. What, what type of things were you doing when you were doing music? Okay, so I was a classical composer. Oh, wow. And, yeah, and in that particular area, um, the, the job scope option, the, I don't know, like you have to be trained in so many different ways in which I wasn't. Um, my understanding of musicianship was terrible like I was I couldn't really read music which is ridiculous considering I started when I was three um yeah there were a bunch of things against uh that working out and I think music industry is the hardest one out of all the arts that I can think of um so it just it just didn't work out and I I knew that by the time I was about 22 I just went okay well I have to move on to something else and I did and so you know composing i mean i mean you, you know you just stated it's a pretty significant concept you know for for me i mean you're essentially talking about you know creating you know full you know classical movements yeah. and, and songs right and what ages right. did you do when did you do that oh like as soon i don't know probably when i was about four and four? um yeah wow. and wow yeah my teachers at my first school i um one of the nuns, she used to try and write down my first pieces and um, in a little music school book. And I think I might have been, well, I was definitely seven when she thought, oh, you're, you're going to be, you know, this big star. And she was writing down my first pieces. So, yeah, um, that, that was what I was good at was creating. But not I'm not a technical genius and I'm not very good at being perfect. So um, playing other people's music was never never my forte so i did have that bit of a problem as well but the you know the at least the you know teacher the nun in 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 particular i mean was supportive of i mean she didn't try to like get rid of the the devil that was in the music i'm not saying there was devil in your music but but she was (laughs) or was there i mean she wasn't trying to me yeah and i loved her too and I also, in high school, I also had a piano teacher who was wonderful. And she also was writing down my scores, which were really, really difficult at that time. So, you know, there was some belief there that 
that this could really work, but um, it, it didn't. Has anybody, like, I mean, I don't know if you still have that stuff. I mean, have you handed it over to anybody and say, why don't you try to play this and see what it sounds like? Have you ever done that? No, I haven't. I do have them. I have them somewhere, yeah. I bet that Probably means... spider web somewhere in the studio, but um, they yeah. exist. <laughs> so um, one of the questions I ask is, you know, what type of art forms attract you? Obviously, you've, you know, participated in, you know, uh, creating music and, and writing music and, and painting. Are there any other forms that you particularly enjoy or wish to do or have done? Look, I think I love nearly all of them that I can think of. I love textiles. I grew up with, um, you know, a house covered in Persian carpets. My dad is like a hoarder of Persian carpets. Um, I Obviously, painting is my, my favourite, but um, I love, you know, glassware and and pottery and, and any kind of textiles and fabrics and, I don't know, everything, really. Um, a pivotal question I always like to ask guests is, um, do you have a definition of art? I mean, what, what do you consider to be art? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know if I can answer you that. You knew I was going to ask that one. <laughs> uh, but I think I must have blocked it out. I think <laughs> my cop-out answer i think art can be anything you want it to be <laughs> uh, and, and i there's also the converse way of asking what what what, is, what isn't art you know i'm not quite sure oh, no. to, to to approach it but no i've had that i've i certainly had that answer um before and a lot of people speak to you know subjectively that they derive enjoyment out of you know this particular film this type of music and kind of open themselves up to that so it's it's obviously yeah. completely le legitimate, um, you know. Uh, yeah. I, look, I have a little bit of a problem with the actual word art and then also calling oneself an artist because I think there's a pretentious quality attached to being an artist, whereas, you know, another form of making art that does not have, you know, in quotation marks, that high art uh, reputation doesn't mean that it's inferior to to what you see in the museums, that sort of thing. So I do have a, a complicated um, understanding of what I think is art, but, yeah, it's truly it has something to do with the way that I would appreciate something, whatever that is. It could be an oil stain on the road, and that could be art to me as well. And you... One of the things um, that I've that I've seen, and like I said, I particularly enjoy and uh, laugh a lot. And there's a lot of humor. Is um, just uh, again on with with Instagram, and you have a a cat, a black, uh, somewhat famous cat, I think, <laughs> at least in yeah. that realm, uh, Kevin, that shows up in a lot uh, of your paintings. But first of all, what's your relationship with 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 cats? Is 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 Kevin? Is Kevin real? No. No, okay. My relationship with cats, look, I've been drawing and cartooning cats for, I don't know, as long as I can remember. Um, and I have a, a very mixed yin-yang kind of um, relationship to the idea of cats because I see them as having um, equal qualities of heaven and hell in them. <laughs> you know, they they can be these cute little fluffy babies with these big eyes that you absolutely adore, and the next thing you know, they're murdering some creature and playing with it, um, and then giving <laughs> the head to you under your carpet. So, 
yeah, um, I can have a, a, a lot of fun using them as a platform, you know, imagining that they're people or, um, yeah, because they just lend themselves to to being made, made fun of as well. I, you know, you, you're definitely not averse to definitions. I mean, you know, you, I know your definition for art, but I didn't know, yeah, ca- that cats were heaven-held creatures. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, so it's it's that kind of... just like people, you know, just like people. Some have a bit more heaven in them than others, and uh, some have a bit more hell in them than others, I've found. And I just love that, yeah, those polar opposite qualities that are embodied in every single cat if it's got a brain. And with... Um... You 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 this you put out uh, again on social media. You, we live far away from each other and haven't seen your originals, yeah. but you put out a lot of, uh, gosh, they're just they're just beautiful beautiful uh, paintings, um, and uh, they're lovely to look at. Uh, and but there's a lot of them too. Can you give us a peek <laughs> into, like, do you just paint a whole lot of paintings? What's your what's your routine like? Yeah. Look, I'm a crazy person in there. I make um, probably, you know, between two to five paintings a day. Um, You know, it depends on the size. I've often got about five or six paintings in progress. Um, And I'm just a compulsive painter. I'm a compulsive worker. So... It, it makes me feel good. It's some, it's some form of meditation. I call it productive meditation. And it's very necessary for you. Um, really? yeah. yeah, yeah. What about your interaction? I mean, uh, people, uh, you know, I've just seen recently, again, you know, with the paintings reacting to them, getting excited about them, sharing them. There must be a really, you know, in general, good energy and vibe you pick up uh, off of that. Is, is that, that part of your routine of just seeing how, these stories and these narratives and these characters that you have and the paintings themselves are getting people kind of riled up a little bit? Yeah, look, uh, you know, I they give me pleasure to make them and then in turn, for whatever reason, other people also get pleasure from looking at them and um, I really love that, you know, it's just um, it's a give-give really and um, if it makes people feel happy, then that certainly makes me feel good too. With, um, you know, we started off talking about you lived, uh, you know, in in Oregon and and lived out here for a bit. And, and of course, um, uh, now where you are, and it was Barrow, right? That was the name of the town? Barrow, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, What what, what level of influence does what's around you and what you see and what's outside the window... Uh, does that still impact you um, as far as what you create compared to when you were, you know, doing landscapes and were kind of painting a bit more of the environment? I mean, is it, I guess, how yeah, much does where you are impact what you're painting right now? I would say right now that basically nothing outside, re- as in, in, in the environment, uh, inspires me um, other than, roses occasionally I will paint them and they're and they're stunning I'll probably always paint them just as practice and you know if I don't have anything I want to say or play with um but pretty much it's it's to do with social interaction and and what kind of things I've seen or played out or it could be 
something political too that I will just put into play um, in the in the form of a character. So it's um, it's all made up, or it's well, the paintings are made up, but it's not because I'm looking out the window at something pretty. Ever. Sure, sure. Yeah. What? Um, how is um, how's become becoming a mother? Uh, changed you and changed your art? Okay, well, that is one of the reasons I paint pretty fast. Um, I learned how to do that is to really maximise your time because, you know, back in the day I'd be standing around all day going, oh, I don't know what to paint, I don't have the inspiration, blah, blah, blah. And um, what I do realise that it has nothing to do with it. It just has to do with you doing the work. And the rest comes. So, um, and also having a child and watching, <laughs> watching their wonder, and and then being reintroduced into the imaginative side of um, being a child, and you know, there's this fairies, and you know, they believe in Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny and all of that stuff. It's so amazing and and so inspiring. Really, um, I think all of that's really, really helped my career in general yeah yeah we um i've had a um recent interview uh with the guest and she talked about how she had moved more towards you know writing and having a small space she's a musician as well and but mm. you know with the apartment and who was around and you can't wake the kids she you know took the you know limitations of the environment and just kind of focused on her writing and she's a brilliant writer um yep you do what you can you do, yeah, with the with the environment um, yeah. that that you're in, and that 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 makes a lot of sense, particularly with you know how time intensive uh, some of the processes uh, can be. So um, I am going to ask you like a, uh, some some general stuff about you know projects you got going on or way people can connect with your work uh, in, in in just a tiny bit. But am I to understand that um, there may be a book of your work uh, coming out eventually? Yeah, absolutely. I'm. Um... So I'm illustrating, well, they will be paintings, and I have a poet doing um, amazing poetry. So one one poem for each page, yeah, and it's it's going to be amazing. Her name is Laurie Moores, yeah. And on some of your postings on Instagram, I believe those have been her words underneath the paintings as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah really. She, and she works as fast as I do. It takes her two two minutes to write the most perfect poem and it takes me well not two minutes but it takes me an hour to do a painting so it it's just yeah it's one of those things that just has to happen yeah yeah I, the the collision of of two phenomenal artists is is definitely i, I we can enjoy the the byproduct of that yeah yeah <laughs> it wasn't um, something we planned either it was just a, a really strange thing that happened and, and it, i was like well we really need to do something with this and and uh, so we are yeah. Um, the the title of the podcast is something rather than nothing, and this question might annoy you a, a tiny bit, like the "what is art" question. But why is there something rather than nothing? Oh no! This is yeah, so I knew not it. Airy. I knew well, it. So, I, so, I, so I knew. I knew this. I knew this is what you were talking about. I knew this was the other question that you were talking about. Um. You can yeah. get a smart. What's 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 Australian for smarmy? Answer is it smarmy? 
Yeah. Look, I feel so unprepared for this. It's sort of like, are you talking about, is there a God? Um, because God created something from nothing, right? And the ideation behind that, um, I would say I don't believe in that. Um, I believe there is there is something rather than nothing, if that's any yeah. part of it. Well, you got a, uh, yeah. Yeah, you got a blank you got a blank canvas, Vanessa. You that, that that it's blank and then you've created something from it. It's really about the act of creation and, and that's that's the piece where I, I I'm become so interested in why something appears or why something uh comes out. And um you know from, uh, from action. Yeah. 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 What's what's it's the like it's doing yeah, is, is there a is there a deep smarmy answer? Is that I mean <laughs> Yeah, I'm feeling really dumb right now. No. That's no. <laughs> no, no, that's not that's you know, that's not that's not the aim. Um so uh with um with um you, you like you said you had put out, you know, um you anywhere from like 2 to 5 um uh paintings a day and so yeah. it, uh, we're enjoying you know seeing seeing all of that but what um what what ways can you know i'm over here in the united states what ways can people who you know enjoy your art um connect with it in a way that you know that you can present to them and you know not necessarily connect with you but connect with what you're doing um in in your art well, I think the easiest place to connect with me is my Instagram page because I'm pretty active on there. Um, I try to respond to people as well if they've got any, got any questions. So that's just my name is Vanessa Stockard. Um, and then I advertise shows and whatever collaborations I'm doing. So, yeah, most of the information I just I use Instagram as a platform for that. Um, and that's, there's, there's plenty there and that's, that's a fantastic place. I wanted to ask you, um, and I know you don't do as many of them right now, but um, I'm just curious as, as, you know, I, I paint my, I paint, uh, myself and almost like yeah. paint myself in the sense of, uh, when you've done self portrait in that process, I, the, the question is, is just really limited to when you've done that and you've mm. looked at your self-portrait, what do you feel? Uh, the, good, the good part about doing self-portraits is you can just learn. And um, how do I feel? Well, I don't really feel anything in particular because I'm not trying to impress anyone other than get some sort of a likeness. But what I have noticed is that the the way that I see myself every day is so different and um, I I don't think I've got a real handle on the way that I look a lot of the time. You know, uh, my husband laughs at me a lot. He just goes, Ness, your ears aren't, they're not that long. Look, I'll show you. I'm going to measure your ears. Like, we laugh. <laughs> He's like, you know, like your jaw, you don't have a big jaw, Ness. I'm like, yes, I do. Look, I'll show you. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I get <laughs> I get laughed at a lot, actually, with my self-portraits. So, uh, I don't know. I just I find them they're they're pretty fascinating, really, from yeah, day to day. How different yeah. you feel. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was just really wondering, just a very curious about that, you know, such an intimate connection with, you know, with that and just wonder what your impressions are. I do have to say that during the recording of this podcast, my cat, Mrs. Mia Wallace, um, named after the Pulp Fiction character, um, uh, clawed my leg and has drawn blood. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I wasn't sure. I mean, I, I'm a cat lover. I'm. I wasn't sure about your heaven and hell cat theory, but yeah, it just yeah, tells I, when you, you spend a little time. Cat. You know, <laughs> when you spend a little time together, you might end up discovering that you might share more in, in common. And I do right now, as I'm uh, have a uh, am bleeding. So, um, <laughs> not not enough to cut the the podcast short, but um. um uh, Vanessa, I, I do want I do want to tell you that um, just from my perspective, I've been doing this um, podcast uh, uh, since July, and I think I told you early on, it's a lot of fun. It's a great joy of mine, and and I'm proud of it. Um, part of that is being able to 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 talk with um, an artist yourself, a painter, who uh, I just get so much you know daily enjoyment at looking at what you create. So I wanted to just directly. Uh, thank you for that, for what you do, but also for spending the time, um, you know, uh, limited time, as you described with, you know, your 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 schedule to um, to appear on the podcast. Um, I just wanted to extend that deep thanks. And actually, just the fact that I'm simply thrilled um, to to be doing this podcast with you. And I just wanted to thank you from the bottom of my heart for that. Thank you so much. It's been so fun. And, and thanks for asking me the hard questions. Um I'm slightly sweating and it's a really cold day. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll recover, no problem. I'll just get back to work. No, it's it's been great. It's it's been really entertaining for me to, to to try and answer your questions as well. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, uh, Vanessa. And um, I I look forward uh, each day to seeing the the beautiful art you make. Thanks so much. Thank you. Bye now. You are listening to something rather than nothing.